I'm Jo Chan Yan. And I'm Donna He, and we are two brand designers who met on Instagram and now we are great friends. We can't get enough about nurturing your brand and your mindset when it comes to building a conscious, vision led business. We love honest conversations and digging deep into the things that contribute to your path in making a positive impact in the world. Hello and welcome to the Brand Journey Podcast. We are back and we are talking all about what happens after a rebrand. This is something that I think is quite dear to both our hearts because we spend so much of our time working on rebrands or branding <laughs> projects with our clients and it's so fulfilling to see them out in the world mm-hmm. hopefully for business owners who have gone through a rebranding process it would be really useful to consider some of these points just as you finish up your projects so the reason for us doing this episode is we have seen clients go through a big rebrand or they might have created a website or done a packaging design project, but then they've never actually gone through and launched the project or mm-hmm. they haven't launched it fully and carried out that branding over time. We just really yeah. want to delve into why that might be happening and how we can actually help you show up with your new brand in a way that feels confident and aligned for all the work that you've done to get it to this point. Also, real quick, the other thing that people do is they do launch or they do like a semi-launch and they don't know what to do afterwards. Mm. What do you mean by semi-launch? Sort of launch their website, but they might not tell anyone about it. They might just bring it live or there's no transition from your old brand to the new brand and doesn't carry through social media or their newsletter. Mm. But the Mm. biggest thing for me is what happens after and how do they continue with their Mm -hmm. brand and not only the knowledge that they now have about their brand that they've acquired through brand strategy, but also how do they use the branding elements to carry the brand as they continue to grow. So I think sometimes they just kind of freeze up and then the project is done, the branding is done, and that's it. There's a few reasons of why I think this can happen. And one is that there's a fear of actually stepping into the new brand. And it feels so strange to say this because it seems like this is what people have wanted, right? If you've gone through the brand design process Mm. with the brand designer, you've put in the time and effort, you've really cast your vision wide, you've shown up with a intention to make a change in your business and make a change in your brand. But for some reason, the last phase, when everything gets a little bit real, it can be really hard for some people to fully show up with their new brand. It's kind of like moving into a house. I love my house analogies, but it's kind of like moving into a new house takes a bit of time to get used to the things. Like the first time you Mm -hmm. move into a new house, you're like, oh, where do I put my toilet paper? Or how do I turn 
the taps, maybe not turn the taps off, that seems so basic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you might find yourself getting a little bit lost in that house or it doesn't really feel like home, right? There is a feeling of this being different. And sometimes this feeling of things being a little different and not what we're used to, just like moving into a new house or doing any big change in our life can feel a little bit scary. So it tends to hold people back from this. I have a <laughs> I have another house analogy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's like you know when you move in and you have this mess in a bunch of boxes still yes. unpacked, but then you don't want to bring anybody over because nothing's like quite finished. Oh my gosh, and that you, is such a good analogy. Yes. <laughs> you feel embarrassed or you feel like you don't have your life together that kind of thing. And then months and months go by and it's still not quite where it needs to be. Yes. So you hold off, like you don't really have anybody over and you're embarrassed. So I feel like that can feel the same way when you have a new brand, but you haven't quite figured out all the rest of the things that go on. Yes. Yes. Like how it rolls out into your social media or like the changes that you might still need to make on other touch points. So you freeze up and nothing happens. And I think this freezing up is in pursuit of perfection, really, right? Mm -hmm. Because you want things to look perfectly cohesive. And one of those intentions that you've set at the start is for your brand to feel cohesive across as many touch points as possible. There is a difference between holding off on showing part of the imperfection as you're getting things ready, say so you can feel free to allow your audience to see the different pieces come together. Because mm-hmm. sometimes that whole part of rolling out your brand, that can take a long time. So it yeah. means that if you're holding off on posting anything or sharing about your new website or sharing your new logo, and you're waiting for every other thing to be just right before you do, that can take a while. And it feels more genuine mm. and organic rather than like you have this beautiful, perfectly polished thing and everything looks amazing. Holding off, like you were saying, you're keeping yourself from growth. Yes. If it's freezing you up, you're just afraid of being perceived a certain way. You want things to be absolutely perfect. It's really just freezing you from growth. Yeah. And it's only the beginning. Getting your brand designed, that's just one big step forwards for your business. But as we know, as business owners, your brand and your business is always in a state of evolution. Having a little bit of grace to allow for what isn't perfect and acknowledging that this is just the first step in you following through with the rest of your branding and applying that to other things over time, that creates a little bit more space and hopefully allows you to share, even if your house isn't perfectly furnished and you're completely (laughs) ready to welcome in the guests just yet. A good brand designer or a brand strategist that can help you rebrand and go through this process will definitely help you look at those goals and help you set those things up so that you are working towards something and you're not having to wait for things to be 100% perfect for you to put yourself out there, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's like nothing's ever finished. 
It's yes. all a continuous, like you said, a, an evolution of things. So it's like even if you have things 100% beautiful and perfect and you launch with everything, you should be looking and revisiting things at least every six months to see what's working and what's not working. So it, it, you're not, you're never really done. So what would you say some of the first things you recommend a business owner do after they've gone through a rebrand or a branding process with the designer? If you've worked with a brand strategist, then you should have some goals in place that can help you start working towards in the upcoming months, even years. And then using your brand strategy as a tool to continue growing your brand and your business. So testing things out, adjusting the things that you haven't gotten to. For example, when I work with clients, after we finish working together, some of their goals might be shifting their content strategy or creating systems that are branded and that mm -hmm. align with their new strategy now. So maybe it's adjusting the tone of voice of your social media posts or really narrowing down on the topics that align with that brand strategy, that align with your ideal client, your potential clients, people that you're trying to reach. Maybe it's setting up marketing systems. Maybe it's hiring people to help you get through some of these goals like digital marketing strategies, or maybe it's a copywriter that can help you work through some of the content strategies. So how can you align everything that you do in your business from now on towards the brand strategy that you just finished going through? And how can you take action on those goals that you've set out to accomplish? And it's good to evaluate those goals to see which ones are going to make the biggest impact to help move your business forwards. Then start picking those off the list. Maybe select one or two to work on for the short term. And then once that's done, start moving to the next one, right? You don't have to do all of those things at the one time because it's a lot of different things to be changing all at once. Given that you're a small business owner, you're probably going to want to be very energetically intentional about where you're putting your time and your resources. And keeping your vision in mind, right? Because why did you even invest in branding or in, in hiring somebody to do this for you, what is that helping you accomplish? Why did you decide to invest in somebody to help you with that? Keeping that in mind, working towards that in whatever way is appropriate. I have a question, and I think some people might be in this position where they may have just worked with a designer, a graphic designer, to do basic sort of logo mm -hmm. and visual style design and they might not have actually had a full brand strategy what do they do then if you work with a designer even if you worked with somebody who gave you a questionnaire as to mm. defining maybe it's your brand attributes or even like the most basic information about your ideal client most designers have something yeah you know the most minimum is like a questionnaire mm. so how can you use that questionnaire and those answers 
to help you create content that connects with those kinds of people or continue to produce content that has the right attributes to work with. From the attributes, how can you carry that over? Taking those things and giving yourself a brand audit, answering Mm. questions like, how can I incorporate these personality traits or attributes in my content? How can I incorporate that into my website or into the things that I share on my blog or my newsletter? Yeah, and even if you haven't worked with a brand strategist and gone through that whole strategy process, you could still very much do a business and brand audit for yourself and identify the next goals that you want to work towards and what that vision is as well. So Joe, I have a question. So how have you helped your clients once you finish your project and they have an amazing new beautiful brand? What are some of the steps that they've taken to carry that brand through or to continue using their brand? I like to start planting the seeds for this, I guess, throughout the project anyway, Mm -hmm. in terms of the brand strategy. But then also, I think for them to actually see what they need to bring to life from a visual perspective, I do that in the creative direction stylescape. So I actually create a stylescape, which is quite similar to a mood board, but the stylescape includes mock-ups of how their brand is applied to the various visual touch points. So this gives clients a glimpse into the future of, okay, what can I apply this brand to? Like, what would it look like if we put this on a business card? What would it look like if I put my branding and I used the images selected as part of the brand strategy and infused that onto my website? How does everything hold together? So this is something that I kind of, sprinkle throughout the process. The first time they see it is in the creative direction phase. And then as we move through the project, every time I design the brand identity, I always show them all the mock-ups along the way. So they're really clear about where Mm -hmm. they're heading towards. And then after I've finished working with my clients on the brand identity side of things. We tend to have a session just to go over any final training that they might require to, and sometimes the training is just how to apply a logo to your website or how to upload logos to different things, how to work with Mm -hmm. the different logos. Um, It could be just really simple, but we also start talking about some of those other touch points that we start to roll things out towards. Yeah, I do things a little bit different from Joe, where we look at the whole business, even offerings and positioning and some of the messaging. If I feel like they really need a copywriter or, Mm -hmm. you know, based on whatever we came up with in the strategy where they need a marketing person, because I don't have those skills, then I would definitely incorporate that into the goals that we set out for the Mm. year. It all comes down really what their vision is, right? And what is required to get there. I help them set those goals, even if I don't have those skills. Mm. Yeah, I think that's amazing. I really like that. As you know... (laughs) We're both very vision-driven, right? Mm. We like to have that vision. And we understand what it feels like when you know what you have to do to get there. Mm -hmm. If I can give 
my clients clarity around that, even if I can't help them with every single aspect of it, mm. at least they know. And things can shift and change here and there, but the vision will probably remain the same for a while. Yeah. Right? Yeah. At least they'll have the tools to to get there. I think that's great because I typically ask the clients up front at the start of the process in terms of like we still go through the business goals and the offerings and all of that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, but in terms of copywriting, we used to have a copywriter that uh, I would outsource some of the work to if it was required. Um, but I love the fact that you bake this into the goals afterwards because mm-hmm. I think that's probably something that I would love to do more of in my process. Um, it's something that we definitely touch on at the start and then the client manages what they need to do after that but yeah when it comes to copywriting it's not something that I've really thought about in terms of putting that together as the goal sheet that they have at the end but that makes so much sense yeah and it's cool too because you can check in with them later and say like Mm. how's it going you know and be part of that process and accountability Well, I hope this episode was helpful for you. I know there's a lot um, to expand on in regards to what you can do after you finish your rebrand with uh, a designer or a brand strategist or both. If you're interested in working with us, um, Joe, where can they reach you at and who do you primarily work with? I love, absolutely love working with intentional conscious brands and my specialty is really for product-based businesses so if you have a product range or if you have packaging that is my jam and you can reach me at joechanyan.com it's an absolute dream of mine to be able to work with conscious product-based businesses and I'm based in Melbourne but I do work with clients all over the world as well and what about you, Donahue? Where can people reach you? And who do you love working with? You can reach me at donahimehia.com. So I work with women of color, solopreneurs. So one person owns small business. Usually they are a service-based business. And we work through brand strategy and branding design all the way up to website and other design assets. But the most important thing is the strategy behind the actual branding of it. We dive deep into that. Mm. The goal with that is that they know what they can do next to keep moving forward. I think that it helps them have an actual plan for growth beyond just the rebrand. Yeah. Helps them refine their brand even more and work step by step. And then I can check in with them every three to six months later and be accountable to the goals that they set out to do and also check for any results that might have happened along the way. Mm -hmm. It's amazing when you can really see someone grow and achieve the things that they set out to do. Yeah. Hopefully you got some helpful reminders or insights on this topic about rebranding and what you can do after your rebrand is complete. We'd love to hear your thoughts if anything today was helpful or if you had any aha moments. So please share with us on Instagram at The Brand Journey. See you next time.